The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back and happy Friday as you are, we are finishing the week off. I'm glad you joined us throughout this week. Even if today is your first time, welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. Uh, podcast where we take the time to study the source of truth, and that is the Word of God. In a day and age when there are so many opinions on what is truth and what is not, we go back to the source. We go back to what is. There's differences, what is truth, but where is truth? And truth is in God's Word. We're in the book of Ephesians as we've been going through verse by verse. This is a devotional guide where it's not topical. We go verse by verse, and today uh, we're working through, continuing to work through chapter 3 of the book of Ephesians. And so if you're following along with us. Uh, we are down, um, let's see if I can find uh, verse 17. Well, we're finishing verse 17. We finished it yesterday, uh, but I want to pick up because if you remember, we mentioned that the verse numbers don't necessarily, they're not necessarily inspired. The verse divisions and chapter divisions are not. And, and this is one example of it. You can see grammatically with the end of 17 and the end verse 18 really flow as one thought. So let's go ahead and start back at verse 17. It says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, may, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, when we look at this, there's a, the, the first debate when I was studying this out comes down to when he talks about these different dimensions, what's he referencing? Some theologians talk about the temple, or at least some people believe that. I, I don't see that here. Really what I see in context is what I'm going to lean to, what I believe is here, is he's talking about the breadth, the length, the depth, and height of his love. His love for us, his fullness of it, and how we can be filled with it, and what does that mean for us? Now, obviously, we mentioned the reason I ended it or started verse 17 is I wanted to repeat one phrase that we spent, really yesterday was named after, I am rooted, and we're going to look at that. He talks about the fact that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend. The key is that the comprehension of God's love and God's work and God's grace and goodness and all the things that hopefully we experience in our Christian life and our Christian journey is something that we need starts with being rooted. Now, I won't repeat it for time. If you watch yesterday's episode, you'll talk about the things necessary to understand what it means to be rooted in Christ. And it really comes down to asking, what is your source rooted? Is it the world and material things or is it Jesus Christ? But if we're rooted, then we're able to comprehend and understand. So let's look at a little bit. Now, I think I have three thoughts here about what it means to understand the extent of the love of Christ in our lives. Um, so let's talk about the extent of his love, the fullness. He says, we can comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. Now, one of the things I want you to notice is he says we comprehend with all saints. It's an interesting phrase. And frankly, I think simply simplistic way to explain it is this. Um, it is not always easy to fully understand the extent of God's love or Christ's love when it just comes for you because you're going to experience it in a specific way. You're going to experience his love the way you need it to be, as we'll talk about in a moment. But when you're engaged in a church and you're engaged in listening and you, and you learn how Christ will work one way in your life and will work differently in someone else's life, now you begin to understand a bit of the extent 
of us. See, I grew up a very specific way, uh, you know, different than some. I grew up in a Christian home, even more in a pastor's home, church my entire life. Um, and then when it came around my term, I grabbed a hold of the truths that I've been given. They became my own and I moved on. But because of my past and my decision and my current life, God works his love and his, his leading and his conviction all work in my way in a specific way based upon my experiences. Somebody who grew up exact opposite of me, someone in our church or in your life that say they're now my age or a little bit younger who's newly saved, well, God's going to work very differently than their, in their life. Someone who grew up, shall we say, being taught wrong is going to be learned differently. So someone who grew up in a really bad situation where a family circumstance or whatever, where they were hurt, they're going to, they're going to experience God differently. And the thing I love about this, it's necessary. But when we can hear, when we can experience what other people say, how God taught them or God's worked in their life, we begin to see, how does he put it, the extent, the breadth, the length and depth and height of this. It's one of the reasons why connecting with other people is so important because we, we learn. We might learn or see Christ working in someone's life in a way we hope he does that we didn't even realize that's how he does it. And if we just limit ourselves in church to only getting what the pastor says, we limit ourselves so much. And hopefully the pastor gives good information, right? I'm, I'm really hoping so. But um, if, if I'm limiting myself to that, I'm going to be limited. And that's one of the benefits of other people in our lives doing this. So you see the extent of his love. And please understand that this next verse tells us something I'm about to say, that there's really no way to fully understand this. And he kind of, in the next verse, gives us a phrase that seems to be contradictory. But let me explain it to you. Verse 19. And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. So he's telling us to get to know something which is unknowable, which well, exactly it. I am, here's the point, with all of the experience that we can gain in Christ and all of what Christ has done in our life and all the things that we can look back on through our journey and see Christ's intervention, his love and his coming at us to gain salvation and his working in our life to draw us closer to him. All these things, if we, if we can experience all of it and then even talk about it as a church, we're only scratching the surface of the love of Christ. Literally, with everything we know, God, know of God, everything that we can hear of God, no matter how many podcasts like this or messages we listen to, we are still only scratching the surface. One thing I hope we understand, if your knowledge and experience of God and His love for you is limited to a message once a week or limited to testimonies of other people, you are missing out on the depth, the reality and this is where I think religion moves beyond. You, you can't only do religion. Religion, do all these things and have all these traditions and do what you're supposed to. Great, wonderful. That's not digging deeper. That's not understanding this. Now, how do we gain knowledge that cannot be known? Well, obviously, it is so just learning. But I think, personally, there's another side of experience. In the second uh, scripture, Paul says this, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Now, I will say that the word know in Ephesians is different than the word that I just quoted. The word know here simply talks about just knowledge. The other word talks about experiential knowledge. But that is one of the ways we do it. We experience Christ which means in the good times and the bad times, and we're willing to stick with it and stay close instead of running, we get to experience His love for us that goes beyond. So you have the extent of His love. 
then you have the personal nature of his love. To me personally, um, then, he, then we say um, the fulfillment of his love, at the end of verse 19, that ye, us, we, might be filled with all the fullness of God. A phrase that sometimes we look at and we don't, we can't really comprehend. Uh, but it, it kind of a little bit what we said earlier about that, that Christ should have every part of our hearts, every part of our life, that we should be consumed and filled with the knowledge of Him, with His power, with His working in our lives, with with His intervention, with Him leading us. That's what we should be striving after. And I'll be honest, I don't think this is something you just randomly get. I just don't believe it. I don't think it's something that, okay, well, I, I said a few random prayers and I go to church randomly. I, I have the fullness of God. No, you have the knowledge of God. You, you see, if I can say this, you see from a distance somewhat of an experience of what God wants you to have. But are you enjoying that? Is, are you enjoying the fullness of God in your life? And that's where... Truly being serious, engaging, more than just looking at religion or looking at church from a distance, engaging in church, um, engaging in worship, engaging in the truths of the Word of God, following, stepping out on faith and living by faith and just uh, unashamedly, recklessly, if I can even use that term, stepping out saying, God, it's not really reckless because we're trusting in God, but stepping out in faith, unashamed, saying, Lord, I want to serve you, I want to love you, I want to follow you then I begin to enjoy the fullness of God. I'm afraid that we sit back from a distance and we want to be able to watch from a distance what we call a, a safe distance. It's literally the bad illustration, but it's kind of like going to be a spectator at a sporting event. You know, in baseball, the one difference is if you find the right spot and you happen to be that lucky one, if they hit a home run or a foul ball and you catch it, you know, maybe I'm part of the game. Well, no, you're not, because the time that ball got to you, that play was dead. Either the home run was there or it was a foul ball. You, you engaged, you were there, and you could participate. But generally speaking, we sit back, eat our food that we paid way too much money for, and watch the game. Don't let Christianity be like that. Well, you get little bits and pieces of the experience, but you aren't enjoying the fullness of God. That's where engagement comes in, and that's where I move beyond the seats. Now, please understand, there's not a simple, hey, let me give you three ways to do this. This is just me working through whatever God's put in my life right now, the season in my life, and keep moving forward. It literally means get in the Word of God. Be serious, follow, meditate, and step out on faith and do and obey the principles of the Word of God. You know, he says, there's another section of Scripture where the Bible says, greater love is no man than this, and a man lay down his life for his friends. And we, we reference that to Jesus on the cross. Very true. You can also reference to somebody in the military who's given their life for love of their country. You can also reference, when I step out willing to invest in other people, I have given my life for others, for Christ and for others. What I mean is we should be demonstrating the love that he's been demonstrating to us wisely, um, but we should be demonstrating it and, and striving to grow in him and see and enjoy that fullness. I understand the last couple of thoughts are, are abstract, but they're biblical. And if we get in the Word of God, and it's going to be personal to you. So don't just say, don't, don't let this be simple or small dive in, follow him, and see how he can work in your life and how he can change your life permanently enjoying the fullness of God. Well, thanks for joining us this week in this podcast and this live stream devotional and giving me the chance to teach to you and to share the word of God. I hope it's an encouragement. Um, this weekend, uh, we have a, just a morning service, 10 a.m., Sunday morning and Father's Day. Uh, if you're in the local area, we'd love to have you join us. The service starts at 10, runs till about 11.15, 11.20. 
We'd love to have you join us if you're unable to make it or you're not local. And if you don't have your own church, we'd love to have you join us online at 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, we thank you for joining us and being part of this and hopefully be encouraged by it. And we hope you join us again next week on Monday. God bless.